How's your projection? It's great. Is it? It's fantastic. Let me tell you a little bit about our new product. Uh-huh. Does it like, will it help me around the house? No. Okay. It's 20 questions, the infomercial. Okay, um, let's see. Do I use it in the car? Boy, it's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, across a table, it's Catherine Kogert. Hey, buddy! It's good to be up here. <laughs> I pointed to myself. <laughs> Catherine, Catherine gave us a little like a yeah, yeah. You know who it is. You know who's coming in down the track. Be your own hype man. <laughs> That's my life philosophy. <laughs> Whimsies and wonderings by Catherine Kogert. <laughs> Uh, What's boy. going on with you? Oh man, just like a little bit of a little bit of chilling, illin, um, rocking right. it, crazy town. Certainly. Uh, well, we did just talk briefly about butterfly <laughs> and uh, all the different town band names, like O Town, your crazy town, your O Town. Uh, that might be a it. third town. Oh no, don't go to Thirdton. <laughs> <laughs> Originally called Third Town when founded in 1648. Yes. Eventually it became to be called Thirdton due to a typographical, uh, error. a typographical error relating to the New England accent. Mm. Oh, going down to Thirdton. <laughs> Can't get that from here. Um, <laughs> what a fun accent. Love that New England. Uh, another thing very popular in New England, uh, olden times, is writing in cursive script. Our topic right. for this week's episode. This week. This week. This week. Cursive script. The script that you never write in, it's cursive. <laughs> Those symbols that are sort of difficult. Cursive. So you learned probably cursive after you learned print, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't remember. I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the story, yeah. <laughs> oh, hmm. I'm a human who is educated on this planet. <laughs> uh, you're always blowing my cover, man. Um, <laughs> it's just easier for us robots to write in print. Mm-hmm. Because we just line up the lead letters onto a printing press and press yes, it once. It's so absolutely. much more efficient. Um, yeah, no, I must have learned it that way because I remember that they taught us uh, writing, you know, handwriting. We had handwriting class in elementary school. And they said every year, they're like, well, it's important that you learn it now in third grade because mm-hmm. in fourth grade, you can only hand in assignments in script. Incursive. And then in fourth grade, they said, well, it's important because in fifth grade. And then I caught on to their game. <laughs> and never <laughs> was I It does sort asked. of seem like a, a scam that they're running. Mm-hmm. You know, Hawaii and Indiana and Illinois removed it. From I know this. Yeah. States, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, they removed it from their their now they're focusing on, on typing, right? Typing, yeah, keyboard proficiency, right? Yeah. Which is probably pretty smart. I don't know. Um, okay, well, I, I think to answer that question, we need to uh, go way back in time to understand why whoa, write whoa, in cursive whoa, at all. That useful? That sound you're making is that useful? Yeah, because it's the sound that the time machine makes. <laughs> okay, thanks. Now, please clarify for me why is cursive useful? I was useful? trying to create like a sound landscape for the listeners so that they could go back in time with us, but now our cover is blown because you said I made the sound and not the time machine. Well, I think we're even on cover blowing. So why don't you That's, tell me... Yeah. What's the point of cursive? Do you know, like, why? Why do we even? What? Why would we write in this thing that's frustrating for most people our age? Uh, some people say it's faster. Some people claim. Mm-hmm. I've never found that to be the case. 
Uh, yeah, it was faster. So it comes from, uh, I think it's a version of correr, which is um, Latin for to run. I'm uh, probably misremembering parts of that. Uh, let's see. Correre. Ah, screw Latin. It's a dumb language. <laughs> Aww, Dumber than Latin. cursive. No, Latin. <laughs> Latin is harder to understand than cursive and maybe has more to offer us than cursive. But, mm, you know, it's that like, how much effort do I want to put in versus how much will I get out? They're about the same, I think. With Latin? Yeah, with Latin and cursive. Uh, they both seem not quite worth the amount of effort. Yeah. I don't know. I think Latin seems more worth the effort than cursive. <laughs> Well, I think Latin has more to offer us, but yeah. also takes more to learn. It's not that hard to learn cursive. It's really not. It's it's not. It's just kind of an irritant. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's exactly. the sand in the eye of coursework. <laughs> um, ugh, sand. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so it came from a time when you'd write with a feather quill, and it actually was much faster because it, it's, you know, it was essentially saying like, oh, w- when you were saying write in cursive, you were saying... Write in the fast way, mm-hmm. the fast meaning, yeah. the way that runs. Um, and write in a way that you won't smudge what you're writing. Right. Because if you're right-handed. Oh, yeah. The other big thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, I think we would have uh, forced left-handed people to learn right-handed anyway because we <sighs> thought they were witches. Brutal society. Ouch. No one... Life's not fair for left-handers. Um... But like I think it actually was faster then, right? Don't you think? Like because the 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 feather quill could break so easily. So yeah. every every single time you lift and put the pen back down, it's, it's another chance to snap it. You're taking your quill it. into your own hands, right? Exactly. In so many ways. So literally. <laughs> um, and then yeah, the smudging because every time you, I don't know, have you ever used even just a fountain pen with a metal tip? Mm. Oh yeah, I have. Really? When? Uh, I was trying to learn calligraphy yeah it's fun but it boy just like every move of the pen like anything you do besides just like consist it, it's the starts and stops that kill you yeah once you're kind of moving you're like okay the ink's flowing we're moving okay. it around okay uh, keep going and lift. Oh, okay. oh it kind of smudged a little oh well so like i can see how each time you had to do that even i mean with a feather quill it's even worse but yeah. like every that's another opportunity every lift and replacing of the pen yeah. another opportunity to smudge or like make a bunch of ink run everywhere for no good reason yeah i can't believe anyone ever bothered to be honest yeah yeah i think i would have been you know what it would be it'd be like me with the ipad now where i like when the ipad came out i was like that's stupid no one will use that and then everyone <laughs> started using that way. it <laughs> yeah and i'm still like grouchily clinging to the idea that I don't tablets think are I dumb. need a tablet <laughs> But people are using it. And I think I would have been this way with the invention of the feather quill, where I'd be like, it was fine scraping uh, onto rocks or <laughs> like just making little holes in with clay tablets chisel. and baking them. It was fine. Why it do we need working. this thing? It yeah. was working. And then, you know, the whole world would have moved on without me. Um, so I don't know. I get it. I get why it's faster there, but it's not really the case anymore, right? Uh, no, because uh, somebody invented a ballpoint pen. Mm-hmm. So... Which and like the, I didn't know this about ballpoint pens, but the whole advantage of them is the is that the ink dries really quickly. Is it just because it's a thinner application of ink? I imagine so, and I think it might also be the formulation of the ink or something. Oh right, because it doesn't need to have the same viscosity. Yeah, like it can just all it has to do is collect on the ball and then roll off. Yes, that's fairly interesting. Yeah. Huh. So this is ballpoint pens, and because the ink dries so quickly, it doesn't really smudge when you lift it. Right. And so suddenly printing is much e- like much less risky as far as neatness wise. Hmm. As far as neatness wise. Yep. It's me, your friend who knows how to use the words. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> hey, Catherine. Hey, how word friend. It word work happened. Oh, yeah. That's tough all over. <laughs> Man, big week. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Yeah. So I don't know. Do you have a sense of like why? So the ballpoint pen was invented in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Why did we hang on to cursive for so long? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. So like, apparently they taught it in colleges. Uh, yeah, I read like that how too. to write in cursive in college. I mean, I think it's it makes insane to me. Well, I, not to me. I, I I think I understand it. So there was a time before typewriters, um, which is a fairly recent invention, which we always forget, mm-hmm. um, where to do business work, you'd, you'd want to, uh, you needed some way to like write things out and send documents. And you d- didn't want to write it longhand yourself unless it was extremely important because you're an important businessman. Um, and we had offices, like there were like offices with hundreds of people working in them. True. And so we had these clerks who would have to write it all out. And okay. they were trained really specifically to write really, really efficient, clean, legible, identical to everyone else's handwriting. Yeah, there was, um, oh goodness, I think in the early 1800s to like 1940, mm. the prevalent form of script was called Spencerian script, Ooh. invented by this guy, Spencer. And oh man, the Wikipedia article on this. I know I, I hate reading directly from Wikipedia, <laughs> but I think it's worth it in this instance. If you'll humor me. Go ahead. All righty. Um, Spencer never saw the great success that his penmanship style enjoyed because he died in 1864. But his sons took upon themselves the mission of bringing their their late father's dream to fruition. This they did by distributing Spencer's previously unpublished book, Spencerian Key to Practical Penmanship in 1866. This they did. <laughs> Is that um is that a quote from a source or is that Wikipedia? That's Wikipedia. Oh well, someone wrote it weird. Here you somebody go. wrote it weird. Well, that's what you get when you source a doc, uh, an encyclopedia from just random people. Or just somebody. It just feels like the person who uses language in that way would be into cursive. Right. It does get pretty deep. Yeah. I learned about in reading about this. I learned about uh, minuscule and majuscule letters, which is uppercase and lowercase. Oh, it's just the technical that's terms. That's so much better. I love that. Majuscule. I have one Magic-skule more fun bus. fact. Get on the magic school bus. <laughs> We're going to learn about a capital A. <laughs> I have one more fun fact about Spencerian scripts. Okay. The Coca-Cola logo is what it looks like. Oh, that's why. Because it's so classic. It's so classic. Yeah. Well, so this is why I can totally see how you learn it in college is because it's like you're perfecting a thing. It's not just like these are basic skills you need. It's like, and also I I, I read a little bit that said, yeah, you would also learn it in college. But um, did you have the sense of whether that was like a... Uh, modern university as we think of it, or was it more one of like a trade school? Because it feel I, I I didn't get a sense for that, but it feels like it would have to be like a vocational school. Yeah, well, so I mean, there's this whole thing in uh, like late 1800s, early 1900s, where they were kind of like business colleges. They also, I think they were called ladies colleges at times too, because they were basically teaching like young... How to be a secretary? But essentially, yeah. it, it was like young women who, we were having this emerging class of young women who were like, they don't want to get married yet, but like they got to do something. But, like, also, we're obviously not going to let them be, like, real professionals. And so there was, like, this kind of, like, middle zone where, um, uh, yeah, like, women would go to learn, like, business skills mm-hmm. um, and be a secretaries, essentially. But, yeah, I wonder if it was also something like that where it was, like, I don't know, because it was just such a key skill before we had typing. And it makes sense to, like, be really good at it as opposed to just, like, basically legible. I don't know. I can totally see it. It's like, um, oh, I'm trying to think of... Oh, you know what it's kind of like? Yeah. Um, did you ever have uh, a, a time in your training as a chemical engineer where they were like, all right, I'm going to make sure you really know how to use Excel. Like, 
like we didn't have a course on it, but I remember like one lecture where they were like, let me show you some tips and tricks for Excel because you're going to want to okay. know these. Yes. Yeah. And I did take, it wasn't a course on Excel, but it was computer skills for chemical engineers. Mm-hmm. So like it was like Excel and like a few other key programs that like chemical engineers should know how to use, I guess. Um, But okay. Yes. Yes. However, I would say that like, because specifically with cursive, you're learning to do something exactly the way that everybody else does it. Mm-hmm. That really has a vocational vibe to me. Yeah, but uh, mm. no, I mean, I get the feeling that you're going from, but I really think you're bringing like modern ideas about handwriting where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, 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 it's just some like, you're, it's like a manufacturing sort of thing. But I think it could be, it, it was a, a tool that was worth having wrote so that you could then do greater things. Because I think Excel, I mean, like people are basically teaching you the same thing, right? They're like, okay, so this is how Excel works. Mm-hmm. But you know? like wrote skills like that should be covered in like, before secondary education yes like but you took excel work in uh-huh. we call it college secondary education i i don't know what we tertiary call it. i think secondary tertiary. i don't know hmm, quaternary <laughs> come to the education pentathlon <laughs> it's called your childhood <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't do so good in it it's mm. a lot of pressure yeah it's a lot <laughs> um but right, like, I mean, do you see, does this connection I'm trying to draw have any merit for you? Um, It just seems like it should either be covered earlier or like, but there's no critical thinking involved. I mean, Excel doesn't it's, have that much critical thinking. No, it doesn't. But like, everybody uses it differently. I mean, yeah, but the connection all... I'm trying to draw before we, um, is, is everybody writes different words too it's just like knowing how to create the letters really clearly is useful i think you're imagining a job where someone literally just sits and copies scripts over like they're a monk somewhere and i think this is more like i mean there would be jobs along the lines of like taking dictation Mm -hmm. but there would also be jobs along the lines of like i need to write unofficial correspondence as a lawyer you know um so i don't know i I don't think it's necessary yes it's rote but it's rote in service of something greater it's like when we learned about abacuses And that's all they wrote for this segment on Encyclopedia Brunch. Back in a moment. And we're back on Encyclopedia Brunch talking about cursive script, that boring rote thing that only fools would learn in college. <laughs> you know, for the lesser people. When I first wrote was writing checks, mm-hmm. my mom taught me that you have to write them in cursive or I was they taught won't this as well. be accepted. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? It doesn't make any sense, like <laughs> looking back at it. I remember like I remember like the like years later writing a check being like, wait a minute, why? No, that's insane. I wrote checks in cursive for a long time because, because I, I, as well. I rarely write checks. And so when I did, I would be like, well, I'll have to dig back up my cursive knowledge. Yeah. But like, no, it's fine. Do you ever have like a, a moment when you're when you're writing cursive and you're like, well, how do I do that letter? How do I how do I do that letter? I have had that feeling, but I never write cursive anymore because I, I cast it off for my life years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your least favorite letter to write? 
Let's see. I think my favorite was capital X because you kind of just get to make a swoop and then lift up your pen and then make a cross. You could do that in print if you wanted. Um, yeah, but I also don't really write print either. So <laughs> typographical not a lot of skills. X's. Um, yeah, not a lot of X's. That's the other problem. I think that's probably why I like it. You know it. what? You should make more treasure maps. Hmm. Yeah. Mark those spots. Yeah. Uh, I also really disliked, uh, oddly enough, T. Capital T is very frustrating because it's my, like, it's my signature letter, right? Uh-huh. For Tim. Um, Hi, I'm Tim. Uh, but it it has this like J-ness to it, like you know <laughs> J-ness. Well, because okay, so so in cursive, there's there's looped cursive, which is insistent on most letters having a loop um, that allows them to join to the next thing. Yes. Um, and for the T, that's very like there's no. I, trust me, I've tried because I, I had to come up with like a cool signature. But capital cursive letters aren't supposed to join. Well, but they have joiners. It Not depends. Always. It, this is exactly it, right? So we may have even learned different cursives. Um, because the this sort of like very strict cursive has mm-hmm. joiners for so with the T, you like make a a wavy top side and then you come down and then you loop it over. Huh. So so you come down to the base and then like there's like this little like loop thing. To do that like then, a backwards wait, no, frontwards J. Is it a frontwards J or see this is the J thing? It's so easy to write back. But the capital J is nice because it, it makes a big swirl. And that one also loops into the next thing very easily. Um so but the T is really confusing, yeah, because it ends up looking like a J a lot. If mm-hmm. you if you follow the very like prescribed version and then you have my kind of iffy, you know, fourth grade handwriting, it's just like, is your name Jim? It's not Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. This is what the official cursive rule book says. Cursive rule book. Yeah. There's nothing in the rule book <laughs> Spencerian that says a dog book. can't write cursive. <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, rarely happens. Do you have a favorite cursive letter? One that's like, oh, it's fun. To, it's well, fun I like the X. That. What about you? That's good. Um, I like the capital L. Uh, oh, yeah, that one is nice. Yeah. It's like making a pound sign. Yeah. My mom has really good cursive handwriting and her name is Leanne. Oh, nice. Oh, it's just so... I just really like her signature. I was always so jealous of people who had... I mean, because this is where cursive lives in our modern day, right? It's in people's signatures mm-hmm. before they completely get to the age where they're like, ah, I'm just going to make some squiggles. Squiggly. <laughs> Lately, I've been just drawing whatever the hell I want on the, um, you know, a lot of places have those kind of tablet registers now uh-huh. where you sign on the tablet. Yeah. And like, usually I'll just like, you know, make a bunch of stars or I literally just <laughs> wave my hand up and down for two or three minutes, <laughs> like while the person's getting a coffee or something. <laughs> oh, la, 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 la. Um, uh, every cursive is mattering less and yeah. less and less and less <laughs> well you don't have to you know supposedly what that signature is for is in case of fraud they can go back yeah. but like it, i think there was a planet money on this where they were like yeah this has literally never come up mm-hmm. um so you do it but like yeah don't worry about it yeah. uh and you know what it's fine i'm not too worried about fraud on this two dollar cup of coffee um two dollars oh that would be a deal <laughs> coffee got so expensive oh the price of coffee these oh, days goodness. folks am i right here um, on things you've already talked about the podcast let us pivot um so but but there is a not uh, a less strict form called italic which is interesting because that's where our, our italics come from which i don't know about you but yeah. i mostly know that phrase from when you hit control i on a computer and it makes everything slanty yeah but italic is a is a thing that comes from i think renaissance italy uh, 15th century Italian Renaissance. Um, Ital. 
it's not to be confused with italic type letters which slant forward um but i think there's probably a derivation but uh, essentially it's like it lets some things not connect you know mm-hmm. like if it's a p or a q or a g or anything or like a d yeah. anything that where like there's a long stem that goes away from the center of the letter mm-hmm. it's just like fine let's just pick up the pen and move on yeah because i think the technology at that point was just it was just as easy to uh let it go I like that. And I, I hear that's what there's, uh, there was a lot of teaching. Like my brother, who's 10 years younger than me, was taught not strict cursive. It was kind of like this mix where it's like, it's print, but like we let you like have some slides for, you know, when it's convenient to connect two letters. Huh. Yeah. Do you know it's not part of the Common Core? Yes. Uh, which I think makes sense. Why should that be part of the Common Core? I think I do like, um, so I don't know a lot about like what, like education philosophies mm-hmm. and like what's good and what's bad. So this is me just kind of talking out of just out of thin air. Sure. Uh, like You're Catherine's opinions air. that this... like really don't have a ton of basis. <laughs> but it like so my understanding of the core from like the two or three things I've learned about it is it seems to like be more focused on developing critical thinking skills like as early as possible. Hmm. Um and like just developing thinking skills that like okay, you learned how to think critically about this and then, like, apply it to things so we don't have to go through every single case with you. Um, And I really like that. Um, And it makes sense to me to, like, get away from learning to do things rote, like Mm -hmm. cursive. Um, Okay, counterpoint. Yeah. Uh, There's also... There's a lot of discussion around the idea that, like, well, writing something longhand kind of forces your brain to engage with it more, and thus you may learn yes. it a little. More I mean, I'm, I do not take notes on computers. I always take handwritten notes, like mm-hmm. when I'm in lecture or whatever. But I print. Well, but what if you could write a little faster? I guess is the uh, the idea of of cursive or some sort of semi cursive. I don't. I don't love that because, like, as long as you're able to write in a, as much as you need, like, I don't. Oh, it's a... That's not convincing to me. The argument for keeping cursive alive in some capacity that I did find convincing mm-hmm. was um, the one about uh, a lot of old documents are written in cursive and so to fully enjoy like primary sources, you should be able to read cursive. Yeah, but that's going to be less and less meaningful as we as the timeline shifts forward and more and more primary documents are typed or whatever. True, yes. However, but like we still will always have primary documents that are in cursive. Uh... Yeah, and we'll always have primary documents in Latin. Like, and we'll always have. And I also, like, I think Latin's worth learning <laughs> if you have the time. If you have the time, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. We're coming to a discussion on efficiency. I really wanted to take Latin in school. My <laughs> mom wouldn't let me. She made me take French. How's your French? <laughs> Sava. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean,. It's tricky. I think. I think really, what we're coming up against is this, like the the practical nature of the world of ideas, right? Uh-huh. And so, for any, I mean, the, the written word is our technology that lets us, you know, communicate and do uh, communicate faster and more reliably and in a broader scale. Um, and we're always going to have trouble around how do you keep, uh, you know, everything backwards compatible or up to date. Um, and so, like, whether you can read it or whether you can write it very quickly, like, these are the basic mechanisms of the written word that we're trying to, like, suss out. Is this worth it or not? You know, it's kind of like, um, I don't know. Does your car need uh, automatic transmission or not? Like, Do it's we really all need those cameras? 
uh, back the backing up cameras. No, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. I find that frustrating. A friend of mine said that the only time that she has crashed cars while backing up is using those cameras. <laughs> False sense of confidence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, okay. So then the other thing is like, I think you can read cursive if you know print. Am I wrong on that? There's a I few... find it very difficult to read cursive, hmm. especially cross-lettering. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, I mean, okay, so this, th- what this teaches us is I think we've all gone soft as far as reading other people's communications. So true. <laughs> so true. It's all Times New Roman and yeah. Calibri. I, let no one ever complain to me about fonts after reading a cross-lettered letter. What was even happening? It was so uh, so in that piece of paper. One of another advantage of cursive script is that it it's all connected, and so there's nothing your your eye can follow the line very easily. Yeah. Um. And so to take advantage of that and to have to mail less papers when you sent a letter, people in uh, the 1800s would often write. Uh, let's see. When is this one from? Um, 1650 to 1850. Well, anyway, um, people in, in that time, oh, this one was written in 1859, but uh, people would write, you know, on a, imagine an eight by 10 and they would write in cursive all the way through and then they would rotate the paper 90 degrees and continue writing over the other things they'd already written. Crazy. Because the idea is, well, I don't want to have to use two pieces of paper because that will cost a lot of money. This stamp act is really getting to me. And so, <laughs> um, but the idea is that your eye can follow it good enough because it's all one continuous line. Yes. Uh, which is still bonkers. Like, I, I mean, we're going to have one of these on the on the show page. But like, to me, it's like some kind of rune. Like, <laughs> it's impossible. And the idea that people thought this was okay is just like... It's irritating. I mean, I really feel like this is... Uh, they would they would think of us now and be like, you've gone so soft. So soft, like, yeah. The, I, I can't believe With that... With your Novocaine <laughs> and your... <laughs> Times New Roman. Right. And you're indoor heating and plumbing. <laughs> um, and your Netflix. I think when people talk about how it's hard to read modern... Uh, when older people talk about how it's hard to read modern kids texting because mm-hmm. there's so many like text abbreviations yeah. and stuff. Um, which I think has gone a little out of fashion as we've jumped over the 160 character limit of SMS. Yeah. Um, but when people talk about that, they're always just like, ah, oh, I can't read these flinging, flanging texts. You kids are crazy. But it's just like, okay, go back 100 years and try to read that bullshit. Yeah. Because this is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Anything purporting to be English and then being written this way is just, it's absurd. Like Even anything purporting to be like language. Yeah. This is, <laughs> it looks... I apologize. There's no message in this message. I thought that it was like some crazy like Morse code thing when yeah. I like took a look at it. <laughs> to my dearest petunia i did receive your last letter it made no sense <laughs> it was a series of squiggles <laughs> has your brain gone <laughs> to turn to mush while i've been away with the war <laughs> why did you send me these horrifying markings <laughs> sergeant general samuel peppies died that year <laughs> And the last letter he got was, I think it said, I love you at the bottom, but I can't tell because it said something about frogs over on top of that. 
I hate this so much. It's just incredibly frustrating that this was this was the solution. We were like, uh, okay, let's not let's not use the back side of the paper. I mean, did they need four sides? What was happening? You know what? I feel like I I suspect like not everyone did this. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was just like crazy people. No, not crazy people. Like some people did it, and then you're like, oh, what a total cheap steak cheap skate um he sent you one of those cross hedge lines of, yeah it's like do you even really care it's like not sending a text after a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i see what you mean be like oh man so i just got this like incredible love letter from steven mm-hmm. um but i don't know he cross lettered it yeah, it means he's not serious i know <laughs> he won't spend the uh extra hay penny <laughs> <laughs> oh the past good lord <laughs> This is not acceptable. I I don't care. Like I'm I'm a cultural relativist as far as the past. Like, yeah, you're you not know, gonna like, let me laugh this off. I want to be understanding of uh-huh. them. You yeah. know, like it's a different time. Uh-huh. But like, come on. Uh huh. Like, <laughs> like there's just a better solution here, dudes. They write were... smaller. I... <laughs> that's a that's a better solution. Write learn to write in in the half the size font. Yes, there's also like a lot of room between lines. Right. Maybe maybe just the precision when the quill pen was so low, they were like, we can't risk it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess this 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 teaches you. This is what uh, uh I don't know. I'm just really upset. Let's be back in a minute on Encyclopedia Watch. People light up as I touch them. I'm destroyed. back on encyclopedia brunch talking about cursive lettering cursive lettering um what was the last time you had to write cursive oh i wrote you a letter i'm pretty sure like last year and i'm pretty sure it was an affected like old-timey fake letter yeah yeah it was good yeah (laughs) i wrote you a joke letter Because that's the world we live in, where we write each other letters as a joke. Yep. In cursive, as a joke. <laughs> I don't think it was in cursive, though, because oh, I think really? I remember having a conversation with myself being like, he won't be able to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I can read cursive. It's not that hard. I can't. Really? No, I don't think so. Well, I can, but it's like, it's it takes so much longer. I feel like you may have been confused because, uh, like, signatures are so, like, legible. No, it's reading cursive, it takes a little bit longer. Yeah, you're right. It is kind of hard. Yeah. Um, My grandma's cursive, whenever she writes me a letter, mm, she always writes really nice long letters and they're always in cursive. And I'm like, got about 70% of this. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see, is there, is there any, is there any reason to stick with cursive? Like, is there anything we can get from this or is is this just a mistake of the past? A mistake of the past? I don't know. It's in the past. It's, I think we should move on. Cursive under the bridge. I think we should move on. Right. Well, I mean, but you said, it sounded like you felt like... For primary documents, it was worth it. So do you think just yes. historians should, like, practice this? A select few. Right. Yeah. It seems like um, something that you should involve yourself in if that's something you're really passionate about. Right. We could have a class of philosopher kings. Yeah. Um, that would be, like, a cool subculture. Yeah. <laughs> Steam cursive. Steam! <laughs> that's, that's your contribution to the, <laughs> yeah. to the conversation? 
I mean, you're right. That was. I mean, you make a really strong point. Steam, absolutely. I'm excited. Counterpoint. To... Counterpoint. Condensation. Or <laughs> damp and chilly. Steam. Oh, uh, not even a, an original outburst. I stole that from Harry Condobolu. Just yelled steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your brain doing today, Catherine? I'm not quite sure, but like my surroundings are suggesting not great. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you are, covered in steam. Oh, steam, steam and cursive letters. <laughs> hey, listeners at home, just just try it out. Say steam and see if it makes you feel better because it made me feel better. And just like, you know, if you're feeling down, maybe try yelling out steam. It might help. Yeah, a sort of primal roar. Yeah. With thermodynamic properties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so do you think that cursive, mm. that's, uh, that's old-timey, that's now for the, the handwriting priest class that we've developed, um, what about like print writing, like writing by hand but with unconnected letters? You know, I still think a handwritten note's really thoughtful. Mm. Yeah. What makes you think that? Because um, I'm always happy when I get one from okay. someone I actually like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dear Catherine, yeah. not you a know- huge fan. <laughs> Signed, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. I <laughs> well, they know my father, so. <laughs> yeah. Sure, from the old banking curse of times. Yeah, his friends, J.P. Morgan and Chase. Yeah. I like that they got together to write you a letter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, probably, it was probably a lot like uh, when um, your significant other like wants to mail a card to someone and you're like, uh, I'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. They write the whole thing and you're like, well, I'm not going to try to match that. So oh, I guess man. I'll... Grant's gotten credit for so much junk. <laughs> oh, that's the way to do it. Uh, I gave I gave Mari um uh went my my advisor's name is Mari mm-hmm. and she um recently had a baby and we're really happy for mm-hmm. her and um I got her like a little stuffed animal for her baby when she told us all and Cute. I got and then I got a really nice card with it and I signed it Catherine and Grant but I did the shopping and everything I picked up the stuffed animal. <laughs> and and she, she was like be sure to thank Grant too and I was like. <laughs> No, oh, I never should have signed it from Grant. This is what they don't tell you when you get married. They talk a lot about like uh, bringing your life together, uh-huh. and uh, they talk about your finances coming together. You're acting as an economic about unit. Credit stealing. You're, you're, yeah, it's it's a gift giving unit. You act as one. Yeah, yep. It should be in the vows. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we are the Borg, <laughs> et cetera, and so on. So, so I think yeah, handwritten note. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess because it just. I don't know. To me, it's like, oh, you made an effort and like this is clearly unique. Um, You've been writing a lot of postcards this summer. I've been writing a lot of postcards. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. It's hard hard to write postcards. I, I think you have a special talent for it, personally. I oh, think thanks. you have exceptional postcards. Well. Um, but. <laughs> but? Um, no, I think. I, I So that's, I mean, that's an argument for keeping print alive. Right. Yeah. Um. Do you think? I guess what I worry about is that my penmanship is not great. It's actually probably bad. Um, I managed to still smudge pens that are ballpoint. So like, oh, but yeah, I was. This is what I was thinking as I was reading the ballpoint thing. Like my ballpoint pen smudge all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're that bad. We've gotten so soft since the time of cross lettering yeah. with quill pens. Yeah, assholes and gel uh, pens so smudgy. Gel pens though. Oh God, so They're cool. So cool. Look, it's purple. Oh my God, Stacy <laughs> has like special. a huge pack. She let me play with them. <laughs> Sounds weird. Stacy, 
Yeah. Stacy and I like to share supplies because I've got the 256 crayon box. Uh-huh. Sure. And she has this big pack of gel pens. So like we hang. What's your favorite gel pen color? Uh, gold. Gold. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But like you could like go back and do the, the crosses of the T's and the dots of the I's with silver. Mm, yeah. Fun. And then just underline the whole thing with purple to give it that royal edge. You have to write uh, on black with the with the metallic. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, I guess. Okay. So, so but, but like now we're talking about like crafting, right? Yeah. And, and this comes back to my like we're bringing the world of ideas and there's a practical aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, when you handwrite something, whether it be with a gel pen or a metallic pen on black or, uh, you know, just a regular card with a belt ballpoint pen, it's nice when it looks nice. You're trying to create an aesthetic thing yes. because that's kind of where we've gotten to with print. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I, th- I think we've kind of had that removed from us by the use of typewriters and computers is that like, we don't think of the aesthetic value of the object when we communicate an idea anymore. And I think maybe that's what handwriting was doing for us too. But and, and I wh- think... It- so the, um, just like the whole handwriting school thing and trying to create beautiful pieces mm. uh, in service of communicating an idea, I think maybe there was something there and we're certainly getting rid of it to some extent. Yeah, I, I, well, I get what you're saying about creating beautiful things in service of communicating an idea. God, I love that sentence. It's a really great sentence. It's like a lot of nice things all in one. <laughs> uh, but I would say that there's still a very strong like driver to create a beautiful thing or like to print something. And that in some cases has more meaning now because like you could have just typed this right you didn't well i guess what i'm getting to though is that like my handwriting is so bad and like i could have like i wrote it out and yeah yeah i communicate more on the level of like oh it's cute that like the meta message is yeah even though he sucks at this he put the effort in yeah and it would be nice to be able to work on the level of like what a nice thing this person made for me and i just have Uh, not practiced cursive enough it does seem like there's a little bit of a a Mm, aesthetic class system with handwriting nowadays now that we're not all forced to be perfect at it there's like the people who like have fun bubble letters and then there's the people like me like why do you write like a boy (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird too that that became gendered why should that be gendered that's such an odd thing i don't know because girls like pretty things i guess boys really hate them i guess Mm. i don't know Mm. who knows what we're into you like beetles no oh you like cars nothing like spaceships yeah kind (laughs) of Uh, all right well we're gonna go to mcdonald's uh-huh. and we're gonna get the boy and girl toys yep and the, then we'll trade the spaceship and the pen barbie oh yeah yeah she have like barbie a with, a, with a stilo yeah stilo <laughs> pen in french oh i see not stilo green stilo green all right well with that set of words yeah we'll be back next week until then that's gather go over there tim dobbs over here bye bye Woo-hoo.